All right, so we're back here once again on another Couch Coach Live here under the lights. On the couch here on a Wednesday night. We're back here again on this week's Couch Coach Live. What's going on, Maui? What's going on with you? Not much. Same old, just working. Getting ready for the draft tomorrow night. And, you know, one of the uh, one of the best holidays uh, from a sporting <laughs> perspective. Yeah. yeah, you know, 24 hours away from um, from I think it was going to be a great draft this year. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. So what's going on with you? Oh, I'm chilling, man. You know, just got off work. It's Wednesday. It's Couch Coach Live, NBA playoffs, and then all the little drama that's behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Yep. Great show today, though, man. The lineup is, is perfect, you know. I know one thing though, Ben. I don't know that this schedule of the NBA games is crazy. Like people, I'm going to work. People are like Sean, what's wrong? I'm like I'm sleepy. <laughs> you hear me? You there? Yeah, man. Besides all that, coach. Uh, he'll be back. Oh man, but yeah, we're supposed to have a great show today. I'm gonna spend some. I'm just gonna waste some time to coach come back. I don't know about you guys, man, but this NBA schedule during the week is crazy. Laker games is coming on. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I, I tell you, some weird stuff been going on with my with my computer the last few days because it was it's on the other Wi-Fi on the slow Wi-Fi. Right. I mean, it's the other Wi-Fi I got. So, right. but I feel. But yeah, like I was just about to split out how crazy this um, NBA playoff schedule is, you know, like, ah, man, they got to do better next year. For sure. Yeah, so we got a great show lined up for you. So we'll talk about uh, pretty much uh, recapping what we've seen last few days in the NBA playoffs. Edoka mm-hmm. uh, is using, um, you know, didn't take long for this for, for him to get a job. So shout out to E.M.A. Edoka, he had Houston. Uh, Phil Jackson is in the news for um, <laughs> for his comments for um, you know his comments about the NBA bubble. Uh, Nick Nurse um, is a coaching casualty as far as um, the NBA and how that will affect the NFL, the NBA carousel. Pardon me. And then five players in the league in the NFL got suspended for some for something really stupid, and uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> And then we'll put a nice boat on tonight's um, show, giving us giving our game ball and our final thoughts. So what we're going to do, right. we're going to kick that intro, and we'll be right back on Couch Coach Live, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm.
Kia. And uh, before we get started, I'm definitely huge, huge shout out to the good folks at Goalie. Head over to Goalie.com, use our promo code COUCHCOACH to get yourself 10% off at discount, at, at checkout. And shout out to our guy JP for um, for the intro. I think it's almost time to get another one, JP. So we're gonna, I'm going to holler at you uh, very, very soon. <laughs> we'll get that cracking. So, um, yeah, so obviously we like in the midst of, you know, pretty much almost a conclusion of the first round. Of the uh, M- uh, the first round of the NBA playoffs, so obviously we and, and like we said, uh, what a weird night! You got four mm-hmm. games, you know. In, in this case, four games and two networks, <laughs> and so we got three teams essentially on the brink of elimination. Obviously, we you know now time of the game, Grizz is down uh, one three. The Cavs are down um, 3-1, and then also the Bucks are down 3-1. So out of those three teams, even though it's going to be weird because when this comes out, we're probably going to be dead wrong potentially because probably this team may be already be eliminated by the time you listen mm-hmm. to this podcast, but we're just going to do it for S and giggles. So mm-hmm. out of those three teams, which one do you actually see actually pulling a 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers Cleveland, this is for you. Who you got? Ah, uh, man. Only one I could think of. I would. I would say um, the Cavs, but I really don't have one. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I'm thinking maybe the Cavs can figure it out. But I think I don't know, man. I I, I don't. Be- I never believed in the Bucks, and I think the story would be great if the Heat beat the number one seed because nobody really could pick a champion. Everybody kept saying it was going to be the Bucks. I just hard for me to just look. I was. It's really hard. If I had to do, I would pick the. I would pick the Knicks because they have Donovan Mitchell. I feel like he's a superstar. I feel like if he wanted to, I feel like he's the one that can carry a team and bring it. Because I feel like he's the one that's the superstar. But I feel like I don't know, man. It's like I think they should have won that game one. You know what I mean? I think. I think well, even though they won game two, it's still something's missing. And they they're they're big men. I think they're making their big man too vulnerable. And I just don't see it happening. I feel the same thing now. Now I was thinking that the Bucks could, but when I looked at the stats, because the Heat couldn't get any scoring, and somebody's gonna have to stop um Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy Butler got 56. And nobody else on the team got more than 20 points. That is crazy. You know what I mean? But I believe the game, like I was telling somebody, the person, I think Bam definitely needs to step up. I think it's going to be Lowry. I went back to that championship game when they won the championship and everybody was talking about Kawhi need to do this. It did this person need to do that. It was Lowry that really was the one that had stepped up and he's a veteran and he's been there before he's battle tested. And he only got six points. So you know they're going to try to triple-team Jimmy Butler. But I think I th- all these teams I really think is done. You know what I mean? So it's really hard for me to say. If I had to pick a team, I would say the Cavs. Yeah, and I agree in the sense where I don't see any of these teams coming back. Right. If it was a gun to my head, mm-hmm. give me the loot. Give me who you think will overcome a 3-1 deficit. It probably be the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. I, to me, I just the Jimmy Butler thing. It just reminded me of that Game Five 
um, the game five in the NBA Finals in 2020 where he had that tremendous game. And it's one of those where I can see Jimmy Butler having a game six like that going back to Miami and closing it out. I, I can see him having a type, a type of game like that. Not saying he's going to score 56, mm-hmm. but he'll take over a game. Right. So I, if if there was a singular like one that I can rule out, because I think the Cavs, they're done. I think even if they go back, when they go back to MSG, they're going to lose. Yeah. And then Parade in my city. I already said that the Lakers are going to win in six. So I think to me it's going to be a foregone conclusion. So right. there won't be a parade in, 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 in Memphis this, this season, unfortunately. And who you got to blame? LeBron James. <laughs> so, I, it's it's just that that Heat team. Like, I just never believed in the Bucks. Like I said before, they don't have P.J. Yeah. Tucker. They don't have – like, they signed Portis, and he was – and he got six points. And he, he was on the bench. Like, it's just y- – y'all didn't – y'all won a championship, but that didn't really place anybody. Lopez got 36 or 38 points. Lopez. That's crazy. And then Giannis is hurt. It, it, you, and it's funny. You see how they, they – oh, they brought him back when they were down two – when they was down right. oh, what, two one. Oh, they made sure because they was they were thinking, oh, we Gucci, we good. Right. But, shoot, they, they got his ass back in what, game four? Like, right, nah. but coach, we've been talking about this since 2020. Win a championship, if your star player is hurt, he should be able to sit out at least a game. I mean, come on, Middleton. He he had to step up. You got to step up. You got 14 points. You know what I mean? Like, and they led almost the whole game. And you know the irony of that? Like, and they came back. What was it? Because what was it? Game two, they came back and beat them. And we was thinking, okay, well. Because and it's funny because I remember everybody the whole situation with Tyler Hero injury, and right. Giannis, and they're like, well, it's gonna affect Miami more because of his scoring more so than Miami than than with right. Giannis with with Milwaukee because they're deeper. But now you're right. looking at even with this situation, it's weird. But out of the three teams, it would be the, the that team. Because right. even I can even look at the from an experience factor because Cleveland they haven't been here, you know. Obviously, last year <laughs> they didn't even make the playoffs, so you know, so they made the playoffs last year, or was it year before they made the well, playoffs? They lost, they lost in the play in because remember, they lost. Oh, okay, the, which okay. Ooh, it leads into uh, it's, it's gonna lead into the next one because remember, they lost to Atlanta, right? <laughs> almost an eerily similar situation, kind of what happened last night. In uh, game five, um, Funny. You know, yeah. on, a, on the first round, so right, Trey Young, his a game winning shot with like maybe like one second left. So Atlanta, the Hawks fight another day, which means a lot of chaos is going this weekend in Atlanta. Janet Jackson was supposed to perform at State Farm Arena tomorrow mm-hmm. night, which is Thursday. Mm-hmm. She gets pushed back to Friday because Hawks got a game, game six. That's the same night that your girl Taylor Swift, aka Tay Tay, is gonna be at the Benz. <laughs> Tay Tay. So wow. that's what I guess. I don't know what they call her these days. Tay Tay. I don't Tay- know. Tay Tay. I'm an old man. This day. I'm an old man. So <laughs> right. I, just, I, don't, I just thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if Swifty's <laughs> gonna come after anything, but Swifty. Wow. I think it's kind of cool calling Tay Tay. That's what they are. You never heard that. She has like a she has like a gang. She has well not a gang, but she has a fan club. Then they call like Swifties, I think. 
Yeah, that's real, though. Right, I, don't I got want to you. Say anything, but yeah. Swifty. So, your your thoughts on um game five, man? That was, that was well, a, I think it a was twenty 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 one. We had the Hoopers on here, and I said that it's important for the league to have Trey Young and Devin Booker in the playoffs. You know what I mean? They showed out in the you know I I said I said it's very important. Trey Young, man, I wrote that down. I'm freestyling, but I wrote it down. I said he loved a big stage. So I, I know Atlanta is Atlanta, but he seemed like he loved New York. He loved Boston. Like he loved to be in the big stage. He's not afraid of it. And I think somebody needed they need to be some one of them team need to be trying to come get him because he seemed like he loved to be on those legendary stages. But also, I didn't know that Murray was out. I didn't I didn't know they I hadn't seen anything about him being suspended. So yeah. to me, even though you got a new coach, it do you think that because that looked like old Trey before him? You know that? You remember yeah, he got to the playoffs and he bowed down. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, they got they got Murray there. Not saying they don't work well together, but maybe Trey feeling like he caged in because he, you know, that he don't feel is free because he got this guy right here. You know, they got to try to make it work. What you still- think? Because you think about it, a lot of this happened with the Hawks. I mean, you think about it, you know, they got rid of uh, it's David Miller, yeah. Because it's it's mm-hmm. funny because it, it, all this feels like deja vu. Right. Like we can make the same case of when, you know, when uh, Lloyd Price was there. Lloyd Pierce, pardon me. Lloyd mm-hmm. Pierce was there. Did the same thing with, you know, with Nate McMillan. So mm-hmm. then now kind of Quinn Snyder being there, kind of coming in midseason, Right. It's a little awkward, but I think it's I think it's just one of those where I think trade. Hey, I gotta put this game on my shoulder, and I think that's where, like you said, I can see that in a sense where, and not desperation, but more so like, hey, I need to just take over this game, you right? Know, you know, because you know, like I said, Javante Murray bumped the referee in game what four, you know, and then that that prompted a suspension. Mm-hmm. But right, boy, right, your boy right. Beasy. Your boy DB DBZ touch, um, touching the 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 king's jewels and don't get nothing. But I leave that alone. That is this is the weirdest playoffs because I'm like, okay, what's going on with everybody hitting everybody in that area? I ain't never been played. I've never played basketball and got hit in that area. Be like something. Like come on, like. But we talking about Trey Young and he deserve it. It. I feel like Atlanta is better than what people saying because, like, I feel like okay, I know everybody like Tatum, I know everybody like Brown, but I feel like they beatable. Okay, you 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 really believe in a big man? I don't. I feel like if if they can if if Collins, um, if Atlanta can figure out a way to get their big man um, involved and dominate just a little bit, they can beat Boston. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care. Tatum and Brown, it turn they they up and down. Smart. I mean, come on, man. Like Boston is. I felt like they because they've been together for so long. But that's why it's such a toss up with this playoffs. Like, who do you really believe? You know what I mean? Like seriously. Like I'm. I, I know Tatum is good, but I'm not. I'm still not. I've never looked at Tatum like he's that dominant superstar. I've never looked at him that way. I feel like he's always would be. If I'm sorry, I, I would look. I'm not saying he ain't. I ain't saying he ain't bomb. 
but I still never looked at him at at that. That's why everybody's saying it's the worst All Star game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same with Brown. I'm not saying that they good. I just felt like Boston always was missing some type of superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always and felt then, that way. Yeah, and then I think too, we still kind of got that like, all right, what Joe Mazzulla is gonna do? Like, because mm-hmm. he's never really been in this predicament as far as being the head coach. Obviously, he's been with the team right. for three years, but. That's like that's been my biggest question mark. Where right with Missoula, like you know how that's gonna, you know when he's when it's time for him to make adjustments. Like now, this right. is like kind of the perfect example of hey, you know what you what are you gonna do? You know you you, you know are you coming back home to Boston Sunday to play game game one of a series, or are you playing game right. seven? Because right. now he's got to make an adjustment because now right. they're going back home, and now this is kind of his first. I wouldn't say it's first, but it's the first series mm-hmm. as far as where you know he has to make those adjustments, and obviously right. it's gonna you know it's gonna be a precipitous climb right. Right. each each round, each game going right. forward. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just think that with um, with Missoula, I think that's the thing. I and mean, I think Jason Tatum. I think the thing, and it's weird to think. I mean. I still think he's one of the top players in the league. He is. He is. He is. Like, and I think just of his age too, where I think he's only, is he even 25 yet? I don't think so. Which is spooky. Right. Oh, I'll say this, you know, because we're going to talk about the, uh, the, um, the old coach later on. But once you look at it, they were 500 team at the all-star game last year. And, And then he made, they made some moves and they end up, being in the in the finals, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, yeah, man, if that's if that's the case, you know, we all could sit there. Was that it? Was that guy that pushed them to do that? That's the same damn near the same team that's right there. So maybe you just got to give them reality check. Yeah, and I think that's what like you know, trying to you know expand on what I you know was talking a little earlier. Right. It's gonna come down to to um the Missoula and what he's gonna do with that lineup. Because you think right. about it, if they do advance, they got Philly. And then you think to yourself, you may not even have a healthy Joel Embiid. So you're looking at where that that's gonna be an opportunity. And then like this, like what you know, can you adjust if he's out of the lineup and then he comes back at some point during the series? So, you know, this, you know, it's gonna definitely be, you know you know, one of those like a measuring stick for him because, you know, right. and, it's, and it's unfortunate that he will be compared to Ime because of course, you know, Ime led them to his first year and then they're going to expect you to have that same type of expectation. You know, right. so like you said, it's the same team essentially, but you really in essence got better. I mean, you can't, you know, as far as your pieces, a little bit, a little bit more pieces to kind of help you then what was you know then last year's team so right so and then it's like you know no <laughs> the um, there's really no true dominant team there's none there's really none so if you could just your GM and all of y'all y'all come up with the right schemes the right rotations the bring the right pieces man you can mess around and win you win a championship and figure out a way to stay healthy. That's something that they, I'm sure, hope, hopefully going into next year, they figure out how, what do we need to do to get these guys to stay healthy? Because that's 
that stuff is I'm trying not to curse. That stuff is starting to define these teams. You know what I mean? Can you really let's be honest, can you really believe the Clippers? Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. It's like almost sad. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of injuries because you, you think even going back to the East, we still got to figure out what's going on with Julius Randle because obviously he left left the game today. Right. With right. An ankle injury. So, right. You think to yourself, we could have a, a Miami. Miami, New York, second round series, right? And then you, your final four in the East is going is is, is is flipped because you got you know obviously the eighth seed versus the fifth seed, and obviously you right. got two and three, so it's a toss up. And like you said, in the, in the West as well, because now you're looking at obviously you know Denver's in there, right? And then it's Phoenix is playing Denver's, and then. Could we have the Lakers versus the Kings or Lakers versus the the, the, um, the, the Warriors? So right. it's it's a toss up. Like this is like a, this has been a while since we actually where I wouldn't say you can make a conceivable case for all all four of these teams going into the right. next round as far as going to the going to the finals and making a run. Right. But it's almost like you can. This is the one where you can talk yourself into to a team and talk yourself out of it. We can. This is the type right. of thing where we're going to air on a Wednesday and don't and think to yourself, oh, this team is this, this, the third, and then we'll have egg on our face the following week. Right. That's that's the kind of playoff this year is where, you know, versus another year's where, oh, we know go to State going to run it because you got KD, you got, right. you know, right. him and, you know, all that. That's a, versus, right. Yeah. This year is a toss-up. Like, today you can say, we can make a case for a team today, and then two weeks from the night, you know, whatever that day is, May something, and they might be down two, two three, one in the series. I've and always two, been scared know. of the Warriors. I've always been scared of the Warriors, but truth be told, I'm not as scared as them as I used to be. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the Kings can easily beat them. If let's say it's Sabonis. Because he's the reason why they, I feel like they're not being dominant is that he's not being dominant. Like, he should at least give you 22 points, and he's not even doing that. He's falling on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, to me, as a veteran and a big man, I'll be, I know Fox is a beast. I know Monk is a beast, but I got to do what I got to do to make sure my little man, that's, you know, that you look at it, Fox hurt now because he got to work so extra hard. You know what I mean? But I will say this before, I know we got to move on, but, bruh, People got to start respecting that play-in game. That play-in game tournament is 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 eventually. I hear a lot of guys talk about it, and they like, oh man, they're doing all this because they're in the play-in game, and they're not really looking at the science of the play-in game. Like, look at Miami. You know what I mean? Like, look at Miami. I know it's just, I know it's, but come seriously, they was, and then look at the Lakers. You know what I mean? They both seven seeds. Man. Now looking how I look at it now, I I'm almost like to a point where I'm ready to get I'm ready to get Billy Donovan out of the effing door. We really <laughs> had a shot. We had, we could we could have we could have beat Miami and then to think that Giannis hurt his back like, are you, are you like this team would be on their way to the second round of the playoffs as a as going in as a tenth seed. Like the, Ooh, fact, the fact of Miami's making this run. 
it's really like it's it's that is crazy. Me. It's really yeah. it's, it's really upset me for the fact like I I just like I, I can't believe like how this stuff happened. And like you said, because you think about it, if they would have if they would have had that seventh because who's that two seven? They would have been playing, they would have been playing um whatchamacallit? They've been playing um they've been playing the Boston. And right. they wouldn't have made it. I'm gonna tell you like this. It wouldn't have been no Taylor Swift. Con- I mean, Janet Jackson would have been playing. But she'd have had her concert uh, tomorrow night. <laughs> but oh my, I think about that too. I think about that every night. If, we if, 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 if he would have, if Bill Donovan would have kept Kobe White in the game because he yeah. had the hot hand, but like a bonehead, took him out, and then that's when they made their run. But that's been, let me tell you something. Got Listen to what you just said. Listen to what you just said. You know what that's about? That well, that was nerves. And that coach, um, that coach lost that game for y'all because you're saying exactly what everybody that's a Bulls fan said. So like maybe it is time for him to go. Maybe y'all should go get Nick Nerd. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean. Maybe y'all should go get him. It's a bunch of it's like it, it seemed like to me. I, maybe that's where y'all need to go. You know what I mean? Because it seemed, and I, I felt like this, the, the theme to me for this playoffs also is the old guy, even though it's all these different teams, but it's the older guys and it's the younger guys. There's a transition going on where it's time to get a baton to these younger dudes. You know what I mean? I, that's that's LeBron, that's uh, Draymond and the Warriors, all of them. They got to start. Yeah. The baton is got, it's, 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 it's being Cause they looking really old. All them dudes is looking really old. They doing all these little, uh, you know, little little schemes and trying to get. Cause they they the game is getting faster. These dudes ain't scared of them no more. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's crazy. But um, it's yeah. Nick Nurse would be a good one at that point. But then the person who I really, if 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 it was if Bill Don was had to had to, to leave. Mm-hmm. It would have been email you dope. I mean, my personal opinion. So, oh man, right? But <laughs> it's all good, though. So <laughs> let's uh, we'll talk about email Udoka. Now he's the new head coach of the Houston Rockets. So he right. made the Celtics last year to the NBA Finals, despite mm-hmm. um, starting out uh, eighteen and twenty-one. Um, obviously. Um, you know, and pretty much, you know, he now is the new head coach with the Houston Rockets. So, what are your thoughts on Ime Udoka to Houston? It, it, congratulations. Um, Houston, to me, is a pretty good team. They're young. Um, I, and I think he's going to teach them and, you know, you know, some discipline them, teach them defense. They got a great offense. You know what I mean? They got some players down there. I, um but I don't know. So I really don't want to speak on it. It's just so weird because some people believe that he was never going to get a coaching job again. And it hasn't even been a year yet, and he's got a coaching job. You know what I mean? And it's like sometimes yeah. it's, it's just ride the boat, ride the wave, keep your mouth shut, and just, you know, let everything play itself out. Congratulations to him. Um you know, I had heard something about maybe Harden saying he might want to go back. So, interesting. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> you That's know, another hey. thing. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was well when he said that I thought that was the most one of the most bizarre things ever. So um I love it. And this is one of the things where he should have there was other job opportunities for him in the middle of the season. And a lot of people mm-hmm. thought that was gonna be a bad look for them. Obviously, when we talk about the Brooklyn situation after Steve Nash got fired. So I love this for Houston because I think now, because this is a, this is a pivotal point for the Houston Rockets because they mm-hmm. have what I call like a core group. I mean, obviously you're looking at like uh, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Jabari Smith Jr., mm-hmm. and especially for somebody I know a lot of people looking at. Um, I think one of the, the biggest beneficiaries in a sense, Kevin Porter. I think. He's found stability in Houston. Now he's mm-hmm. going to get that good coach, and he's going to have a, a guy, you know, because obviously, and, and I don't know if if, if I if I if our guy Lamar's on here, but he knows the 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 troubles that he had in Cleveland. So, you mm-hmm. know, him, you know, now kind of having a second act in Houston has helped him. And then obviously Jalen Green, he, they will he will command respect. I mean, and I mm-hmm. feel so bad for Stephen Salas, and I, you know, I. People always say you shouldn't have sympathy, sympathy for millionaires. That's the child talk guy, LA. <laughs> but, but to me, I look at just the fact that he wasn't going to get the respect of that of that team because of their youth, and he mm-hmm. hasn't, in essence, hasn't proved anything as far as from an in the NBA head coaching, you know, as far as that. But he right. comes in, and you have to respect what he has done. I mean, you think about even just the development. Of the young, you know, of, of Jalen Brown and I talked about Jason Tatum earlier. Mm-hmm. He has cultivated those guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, with that, and then just his experience with the with the Sixers, and then also it. So I love this for them. And then you got to think about it; they got the second worst record in the NBA, so they are in the right. to win beyond the sweepstakes. Hey, so, before um, there was eighteen, the you know, Boston was eighteen twenty one. Yeah. When you know at the All Star, so like, yeah, I seen all that. It's just with all the. Well, I'm sure they're gonna probably talk about all of that and all that. Anyway, you know, congratulations. I'm about to bring up the man's troubles. You know what I mean? I, you know, we're not even going to do that. I was gonna say somebody's already. Yeah, no. you know. Hey, hope he. I'm sure he know how to do his own cleaners and stuff. You know, go get his own. And he didn't commit a crime. So that's my thing. Word. That's why I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want a Malika Andrews this um, and bring up, word um, a tumult. I want some. Ass, a, I like. We want some apologists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they made it seem like he it probably was, was never yeah. going to have a job again. And that's where I don't. That's why I never got that. And it's just like, and and but that just shows you how the media spin things because almost because. There's a sector at the four letter at the four letter network mm-hmm. that said, okay, people do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Why was this even bought to us in the first place? Then there's others on the camp that think this is the worst thing that's that's happened, or anything that is a negative thing on a coaching, you know. Right. We're gonna talk about it. We'll we'll divulge a a Joe Mazzula because of 
Well, he had an incident in, in West Virginia in 2007 before the iPhone was even created. Hell, we just mm-hmm. had Facebook and social media back then. Then, but there's there's a certain sector of that four letter network that will bring up stuff like Adrian Payne. Adrian Payne is dead. You brought up a situation that happened to him years ago, but you didn't bring up the fact that he was helping his girlfriend's friend that that killed him. She was trying to she he was trying to shield her his right. her friend from her boyfriend, right? And got killed in the process. But no, you want to bring up something that happened. I think I don't know if he was in college or whatever. And I had to get that out of my chest because that's that still affects me. That's yeah. that, that still pisses me off to this day. And right. you know, so going back, let's let's just go forward with it. But okay. there's a sector of that where it's just like. Like people were saying, like he's never going to get a job. Right. And I never understood that even right. when he got passed up for the Brooklyn job because I'm like, coach is coach. Like to me, he he, I knew he wasn't. It wasn't going to be long for him to get a head coaching job. Right. What he has done, he's not like a unproven coach. He, who's not going to get a guy who came into who fixed a situation in the middle of the season? A team that right. was three games under 500 and then led them to the, um, going to the NBA Finals. They were two right. games short of winning a title. Right. He he won't like I said. He, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna go hungry for long. Right. Did they suspend him for a year? Did the league suspend him for a year? I remember something about him being suspended for a year. Or was it Boston? I, this I don't. That's why I don't. That's what that's what makes all this confusing because he was suspended, but then it's like he was suspended, but then they remember they let him go. I think so, they let him go because it was people was being nosy. This is what I understand. Okay, it happened, right? I know we got to move on. I, it happened. Was the husband trying to sue or something? I I I, don't, I think so. I I don't know. It was a lot of stuff going on. Right. But I I think the one he he's in a um, he's in the West now. I think that um, he's in Houston. I won't say it's a small market, but you know what I mean. It ain't Brooklyn. It ain't Boston. It ain't New York. It ain't L.A. You know what I mean. So he could do. He could be a coach and do his thing. You know. Yeah, be some jumps on there, but <laughs> I was trying not to say that. He know it's gonna be some jumps. He was in San Antonio. I think that's another reason too. I think that's another reason too. Like he, he kind of at home. You know what I mean? It seems like they don't really uh, yeah. put their business out there too. And that's and that's where, and I think it, somebody got rogue in a situation in Boston where it's almost like they it got leaked because something that we really shouldn't have yeah. because it should just been a situation. Okay. We gonna get re- like that was that was kind of impetus of all this because they were like, right. hey, well, if you think he did something wrong, just fire him. Mm-hmm. But why would you indefinitely suspend him? Th- that was where the, the confusion of it all, and that's like when we had an episode in September about it. We were like, okay, people are saying stuff, and they say they claim to have insider information. Right. So we had to go based on what they said without pretty much their blanket statements stated that right. 
in essence, it nothing. It wasn't like illegal, like it, you know, right. as far as it wasn't what we thought it was a like a harassment situation. You right. know, because right. a lot of people looked at it from that scope. But right. you know, that's the thing where people who made those blanket statements said, "Well, I know, I know more information than I can divulge." Everybody said that, right? Remember? And that's the thing, right? Right. All, all the everybody, Kitchen Perkins, all, all anybody who's in who's in the NBA, like as far as analysts, anybody that that covers the game, said it's up, Matt Barnes as an example. Just, just to throw a few names out, right? So that's all we had to go based on. So, right. That's where our opinions and our takes from the situation was derived from them because right. they looked at it as if they questioned the suspension in, in, in itself. So, right. of course, if they know something, we don't know nothing. Insiders, and we're outsiders, right? we're going we gonna, to we gonna listen to the people that's, that's inside. That out. Almost want to go back, man, and see how that happened because it was like they something was rumbling and they didn't really want to talk about it. And it's almost like someone, it almost felt like they was trying to give it to Malika to move forward with her career or something, because it seemed like it was just certain people just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And some of the people like, they was like, man, I know the truth, but we really shouldn't be worried about this. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it, it just was weird. It was just like, it's like you judging stuff that happens every day. Like every day, like, yeah. but if you, okay, that was behind the scenes, but we could literally sit there. There was like legendary college coaches, people filmed doing stuff wrong. Like literally, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they gonna always get them a job and they, you know, but I, like again, just like uh that Cleveland, I mean, the, the Browns quarterback, rather the storm, got a big contract, did what he did, never said nothing negative about anybody. You know, yeah, but that was a good time. Said Tom, remember that we're not here, Stephen A. to victimize. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> You're not gonna come on my show and talk to me like that. I let <laughs> you speak. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yo, I play that like baby, like once a month. <laughs> we're not here, Stephen A. to talk about that. Hold up, hold up. I let you talk. <laughs> yo. That indeed made me like, you know, what? I'm gonna buy this man's book just for that. <laughs> just for that, right? What a stance! What a stance! Hell of a stance! Oh, he broke the shit. God, so, right now, if you thought the show went a little left, oh, we're going left, way left. So, you know, buckle up. So, we're here. Um, <laughs> It's gonna be interesting. So let's um so I'm gonna queue up the tweet. Um let me get that squared away. I don't know, something's going on my mouse. My mouse is not <laughs> me hey, today. It's Mercury retrograde. I can I, I see that. <laughs> because last, last week the mic was messed up. It's not, my settings changed as if like I didn't do a podcast in like years. Screwed up the audio, so I'm just like, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna share this screen here, and shout out to our good friends at Legion Hoops. I think we've a couple times when it comes to sharing the screen. It should be coming up shortly. 
So he was on uh, Rick Rubin's podcast, and I've researched this since like Friday. I still don't know uh-huh. the title of it. It's extremely hard to pronounce. And Rick Rubin to me is a legend in the game, so I'm not gonna like uh, muffle through it. I'm not gonna thug uh-huh. it out. Got to add a respect for Rick Rubin. So he was mm-hmm. on Rick Rubin's podcast, I think, earlier this month, right? So Phil Jackson said he hasn't watched an NBA game since the bubble. And shout out to our guys at Legion Hoops. Um, and I'm reading out there. Too. He's lying. Yeah. I, oh yeah. We'll talk about that. Oh, oh, we know he's lying. He a bold face lie for that. Oh, Jenny. Oh, not Jenny. Oh, yeah, Jenny. But <laughs> all right, hey, chill out. I gotta. <laughs> um, they even and so Phil Jackson said, and I quote: They even had slogans on the floor and the baseline. It was it was trying to bring a certain audience to the game, and they didn't know it was turning other people off. People want to see sports as non-political. Um, so we'll stop sharing this. And and obviously he did, you know, to expand on that, just more so to kind of give the Clisno version and kind of give you, because it's a lot with that. And also he said that him and his grandchildren made jokes that, you know, equal opportunity mm-hmm. passed to uh, Black Lives Matter. He even said that, you know, also that it's concerned. So we're going to talk about Equal that's opportunity this, uh, ran news, over this, justice. Uh, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was right, right. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was dumb. Like, you know, just all that. So your thoughts on this uh, situation that we got with Phil Jackson? Um, I'm having an issue with people that used to be a certain way, but as they get older, they change. And that's one thing I feel about him, like, you talk about a guy like supposedly was the outcast of the league. Um, you know, back when they did it, he was supposed to be like a hippie. It stood for something, smoked a lot of, you know, cannabis. NBA didn't want him. So he went to coach in Puerto Rico. They said it was wild down there. If you don't believe me, watch the last dance. So if you really pay attention to everything that he did, for some reason, they didn't want him around anymore. You know what I mean? So it's definitely something that's going on with Phil. But I think a lot of people respect him as star players. You know what I mean? Um, You know, the bubble, you know, I'm very sensitive when it comes to the bubble because everybody keeps talking about it like, oh, they just made something when, man, people were, were sick and dying from COVID. They locked the whole damn globe down. People couldn't do this, couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like my... Like I have a family member that was out of work for like eight weeks and and then soon he was one of the first ones that was positive. Like, you know what I mean? So at least he was able to watch some 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 playoff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was able to watch some basketball. I remember everybody that was on, you know, we always I, I always speak that, you know, I'm very sensitive when it comes to the bubble. But at the same time, you still have to respect other people's opinions. That's what the whole thing is about. You know what I mean? But those times, man. It was just different than now because um, everybody was just on edge. You know what I mean? But clearly, by him speaking on that, he didn't understand that. You know? 
I mean, clearly yeah. he 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 didn't understand really what was going on. So you could tell he must have been in Montana, and they weren't dealing with none of that stuff or something because you know it was everywhere around here. I couldn't go anywhere without seeing some people protesting or doing something or or wearing something. It was it was everywhere. Yeah. Did we, it's just one of those things with Phil, with Phil Jackson. It, it, he just showed his true colors. It, it, that's just, this is his authentic you the self. Bulls. Huh? You the Bulls. Well, no. Right. That, that's not, it's not even about like the association right. with the Bulls. Right. I just think, to me, in, in my personality, this is Phil Jackson. This is him in his essence. I think those situations at hand, this this is him. This okay. like These are uh, quintessential examples of a person okay. that says just shut up and dribble. Right. This okay. I think that's this has been him since the jump. It, it's okay. just been revealed. So that's my biggest thing with that. And the fact that he to me is hypocritical on his end right. because like you talked about it, he was this, you know, this hippie, free love expression. Like this should be something that would could would champion, even though he may not be against it, but he can say, hey, well, you know, and and, that, and that's a lot of people's problem now, where people, you know, look at those situations as if they were never young. And I always say to myself, I don't care how old, how old, how much time I got left on this earth, I'm never gonna talk about another generation because of something right. they've done. Because of right. the fact I was young once upon a time, I was right. you know a teenager or my twenties. But the thing with that is this. The slogans are not political. That's the thing that kills me about all this. Granted, and and I'll and I'll be the first one if if, if you know, and I'll I'll just kind of make my statements about BLM kind of brief. But hey, we'll have a cup of coffee if, if anybody want to have talk about my uh, more of a deep analysis. I'm not a fan of the. I, 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 I love the message, but I don't like the messenger. Right. So the fact of someone saying Black Lives Matter, it's not political. That's a statement. They it's, don't understand not that. Like a, this is right, that, and that's the problem. That's yes, yeah, the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. And the thing is, this those and again, yeah, I get it. It was you know they're having those slogans. Some people looked at it from that way, but it's not political. It's it, these are like statements, just like you saying. Let's win the day. Just do it. Yeah. It's, it's on that same premise. So right. to me, I don't think nothing was wrong with having those slogans because, it, and it's not like I can understand if it said, you know what, vote or die, because we, there used to be a slogan called "vote or die." Right. You know? So thing that this wasn't political. Me. So I got, you, I got you. I got you. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, right, 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 right. I got you. I got you. Go so my thing is this: with this, and that's why it's like. It's, it's that shut up and dribble type of thing, but I'm not. And I told the thing is, look, he's to, he's he's told us how he really feels. You even go back to the situation with like LeBron James calling his crew posse. Yeah. Like I, I hated that because like the part of me is like you don't and that's because back then at his age, posse is something that that's a negative connotation. It's almost like right. a bad group. But right. they, they're more than just a posse. They are titans in their energy, in their in in their industry. They're the LeBron James of their industry. So they're not more than just posse. They're industry titans. They're 
his, you know, that's his, his team. So Phil Jackson has Phil Jackson has has told us how he really is. And right. and, and now this is just another layer to it. Right. So like it's I think that I hear it's perfect what you said. That's perfect. I think it's disrespectful because at that period of time, we didn't even know we was going to have a bubble. We didn't even know we was going to have sports. They had a meeting in Florida with Vince McMahon and all these different mayors and CEOs to try to come up with something. And they did a wonderful job. Like it, it wasn't just the athletes that left their family and was in the bubble. There was all different types of people that left their family. And, and I don't think people understand that. You know what I mean? Like, it was locked down. It was in a bubble. They couldn't do anything. And why is that? Because a show like The Last Dance came on and it kind of like hit everybody like, damn, we ain't really got no entertainment. We had the Lion King, uh, not the Lion King, but the Tiger King and all this other stuff that was coming on. Everybody trying to figure out what to watch because we didn't have nothing to do. I remember when the bubble came on and everybody got used to it. You started, you know, working from home and you was watching sports all day. The herd, he was he was like, man, I value this situation so much. This is great. Like I could watch baseball. I could watch this. It was always something going on. So it's, I, I look at it like it's just I know what you're saying, that he is that person. But I think it's very disrespectful to because to, nobody's thinking about all those people that put that stuff together because we was all at a bad place. Yes, socially. Um because of what we was dealing with um uh the stuff that was happening in the street with um you know people protesting this this and that but we also had a pandemic going on you know what i mean so that bubble like the bubble was very very important you know what i mean like people was getting very very restless you know what i mean like i remember remember patrick beverly was like man i'm going to play he was like but you know you know the king the king want to go we all go go you remember that you know what I'm saying? And they still had him there to yeah, criticize it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, he was, they weren't boycotting it. It was that they didn't know if they were going to go in, if they were going to ha- play or not. They were speaking on it. There was a oh, meeting no, that no, needed to happen. Was, yeah, because remember that was after the Jacob Blake situation. Right, right. This is before the Jacob Blake. Was a, they was I remember Milwaukee. Right. Even that, like even that. So when they had all this stuff on the court, like every nobody really they wanted to do it, but they felt like they had some other things that they had to take care of. You know what I mean? And it, the basketball just didn't seem like it was important, but it really is the stuff, stuff like stuff like, man, you it's so many movies and so many stories about something as small as a, as a basketball game or NFL. Key example. You remember 9-11? All right, you know how important it was the next Sunday for them to um have football? Because I remember when that stuff happened, I couldn't even watch Teen Summit. Even the young man on Teen Summit was ready to go get, you know what I mean? Because they didn't know necessarily what was going on. Everybody was on edge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear what he's saying, but, man, you got to understand, like, yeah. you grew up in the 60s. You've seen it before. You know, that's what I understand, man. Right. I, I, right. I don't get it. I don't get it. You grew up in the in the 60s. You you saw things in the 70s. Like, what are you really talking about? Like, I know you're a grandparent and you got and you see I know you're a grandparent and you got little babies and you may not want them to. But it's in your face now. 
<laughs> this is horrible. I'm turning. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's and that's yeah. when I and it goes back to like I said to, to the point that I had earlier, where he just showing you your true like he, he showing he, true like colors, that's the thing. Yeah. All this type of stuff. He's showing his true colors, and and that's why I like when like what like the great Maya. I, I, I don't know it was my Angelo. People they, listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to him. Right. It's, it's, it's almost to that shut up and dribble type of situation. Like, even for him you to know. be on Rick Rubin's podcast, like, you got to understand who Rick Rubin is. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a uh, like Buddhist and this, this, and that. Like, why are you, out of all the podcasts, you on Rick Rubin's podcast? And you actually said that on his on his podcast. Like, that, that's that's crazy to me. You, if you, I don't know if you understand what like, like he's a Noma style, yeah. type of type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, you know what I mean? Like he, he definitely didn't rock that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for you to say something like that, like this is the one of the dudes that's birthed hip hop to where it's at, and a lot of his music, his I'm, his favorite Rick Rubin's favorite rap group of all time. Is public enemy. So like, and that's why I, you, know, you just that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's why I say I, I won't want to just I won't go disrespect him by mispronouncing his uh, his podcast name. Which, right. Even to this day, I'm like, what the hell does that say? But you know, but yeah, I mean that's. Phil Jackson for you. I ain't surprised, but hey. But but let me let me let me ask you something. I, I think that that's probably why he was a good coach. People are showing the character. Right. So like you, I mean to be honest with you, <laughs> I could sit there and think about a bunch of coaches, and it seemed like they all. I don't know because some people say, well, he coached all these all all these black men, so he can't be blah 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 and this this and that. But no. does that really matter? Because it's a bunch of coaches, I'm I sure. I don't understand. Way more than him. Oh, I really right. think is. <laughs> like, you know. He's, he's just doing a job. That's the thing. People don't right. understand. <laughs> Coaching is a job. Like, it's not going to be a situation where it's like it's going to be, oh, just because I, I coach these type of players, I'm not, I don't, I'm not against them. Yes, right. you can. It's like everybody. People work together and, together and hate each other. It's like anything, it's just like everything. You got people that sleeping in, in the same bed together. They hate each other. I'm just saying. But, well, that's, was, but that's the thing where people pretend well. That's the thing about people don't understand like fakeness. He faked it till he made it. Right. So like it's weird, man, because I'm I'm sitting here thinking, like, you know, he didn't like Kobe. Well, in his book, he said he really didn't like Kobe, but he, you know, he didn't really talk bad about about Jordan. You know, what I'm saying I was thinking to myself, why is that? Because Jordan was an introvert, and he seemed like he was respected his parents, like he had both parents. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, maybe that's the reason why. Because like we hear Shaq talk about him, Shaq has a softness of how his dad raised him. You know what I mean? So you probably, you know what I mean? I was like, well, maybe that's why him and him and Shaquille kind of clicked a little bit. Where Kobe, you know, eventually him and his parents really didn't get along. You know, so I was thinking about that. I was like, 
Because, you know, I don't think he liked young players, the young, younger, younger style players. I don't know. Yeah. And I even see your point about the Kobe situation. That book came out like after their, after their first run. And then he yeah. coached them, what, three years later? So, and that's yeah. the thing where that's another quintessential, a quintessential example of just because, you know, you coach somebody, that doesn't mean you, you got to like them or love their culture and whatever they do. Dude, mm-hmm. dude is, it's a job for him. And he's going right. to do what he got to do. Right. That's why. Because they don't care. It's like everything. I I know we've been around people. I'm not saying, you know, we've been around people I know that don't like us. You know, I, yeah, I know you've had yeah. a co worker down the line before in life, or just anything. Right. Or in, in, and it was the other way around. Life, right. In his life where. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, like I said, pe- people sleep in the same bed and hate each other. Right. <laughs> so. And, 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 and. It and, is what it is. And 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 Cole loved winning so much that he was willing to willing to say, "Hey, man, I need Phil." You know what I'm saying? We I spoke about that before this happened. I was speaking to a dude. You know what I mean? We and his his thing was he said that he think that um, we can be a little sensitive over somebody's opinion. You know what I mean? Talking about black people, he said he said, but you know, a lot of people act like you know Phil wasn't a good coach. And, you know, I, I can't say he wasn't a good coach. You know what I'm saying? They always said he always had good players. And I'm like, I can't say that because they came to get him. He didn't say, hey, I want this job. They came to get him. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't. Yeah, I can't say that. But there's some stuff going on there, though. Definitely is. Yeah, I get the sensitivity, but I'm at a point now where. You showed me cards. I know how to deal with you. And that's why they don't talk about him. How you not go talk about Phil Jackson as being one of the greatest, greatest coaches of all time? They don't even bring his name up. They say pop. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, that's funny. We talked about we talked about a coach that was fired, got rehired this year, a former NBA head coach. And now we got to talk about the – Former um, head Toronto Raptors, uh, Nick Nurse, who was mm-hmm. um, fired surprisingly on uh, Friday um, after five Man. seasons. Um, in his five years, he had 227 wins and 163 losses. Um, he led the Raptors to the championship in 2019. And he, mm-hmm. and the funny thing about it is, he was hired in 2018. He was uh, promoted after they fired. Then the NBA head coach of the year in Dwayne Casey. So, mm-hmm. uh, your thoughts on uh, Nick Nurse up out of there in Toronto? Um, I didn't understand it, and then I kind of looked at the stats. I looked at the stats, and then I started looking at everything, and I was like, you know, it is the Raptors, and it might just be time for him to go. Like, um, like d- they really didn't replace when um, that championship team left. And but they still were somewhat successful, but it was a it was hot and cold. And I was listening to the, I think I don't know if it's the, the GM or the president speak, and I was just trying to catch little bars. And he kept saying that he felt like the magic is gone, and and you know and it, and it seemed like that they nobody like the like I don't know like he just said it, he said the magic's not there. He said nobody's happy. 
you know, I don't know if it's discipline or what, you know, but um so he said I think it was a mutual thing, you know what I mean? But when you think about it though, like I guess you know the, the you know when the last time you seen um Drake a Raptors game when they would talk about Drake did this or blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We see E40. <laughs> like, you know, I just I think I understand what he's saying. It's like nobody's really they don't I mean that's their fault though. Like I feel like Nick Nurse can coach. I feel like he's a pretty good coach. I just think they just don't have the um they don't have the players. And a lot of people don't want to go, you know, don't want to go to Canada. Um, Sorry yeah. to get players to play there. Yeah, I mean, you get taxed twice. Who want to go there? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Who, who wants to get taxed twice? Right. In two different countries. Hell right. no. <laughs> but um, I think he essentially lost the locker room. I think where, and it's funny where I'm really, am I surprised at the, at the firing of this? Not necessarily, because this, you know, um, Messiah Jury. He's done this question like as I, as I talked as I when I teased this right. uh, topic, he got rid of Dwayne Casey, which we thought that was like pretty much their best coach in pretty much in their franchise history. You know, at that time we thought about it, but then you look at how he kind of made that move and got Nick Nurse, and now you know they became you know title contenders. But I mean, they you know won an actual NBA ch- championship, so I think he he did lose that locker room, and I think. Even how they lost against Chicago, I think, was something was really like telling. I mean, obviously, they had mm-hmm. 19 point lead and then lost that game, in which essentially they were pretty much, you know, the ninth seed, right? And did you know, and um, and and lost and lost that game. So you know, they pretty much had control in that game. But you know, shout out to um, Demar Derozan um, daughter for the for the excessive screams. See, this is the thing, man. Yeah, this was the thing that bothered me though. Like, how you lose the locker room? Like, you only get coach what you have. Like, they ain't had nothing since Kawhi and all them players. You know, come on now. But, like, Kawhi but they left. made the playoffs last year, though. That's the thing. They made the playoffs Word. last year where they won yeah. 48 games. So Word. that's the thing about it. So and so okay, they won 48 games. And so you and nice. I mean, it's hot and cold. Like I said, it's hot and cold. They won a championship. I think they I think um, in the bubble, didn't they go to the Eastern Conference Championship? Like even in the bubble, they still was balling though. I think it was just like a, um, yeah, I think it was just a, a jump shot. Like Van Fleet missed a a shot. Like, like it's it's no to me, it's no reason to fire. Cole. Like, how do you lose? I know I seen Scotty Burns and somebody else get into a to a fight, get into a fight, yeah. and then but they, what who. who I know Van Fleet got the championship, but they ain't really got no he he okay. He ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't a superstar. You saying you want the magic yeah. to come. I think they all thought I think they thought when did um he Oduka, when did he get his um contract today? When did he accept that he was gonna be the coach today or yesterday? I think it was I think it was yesterday, but they had a press conference. They had a press conference um today. So I think once so this started seeing, I mean, as far as yeah, one word. I think when that started happening, that's probably why they wanted because Nick Nurse. This was last week that this happened, or last Friday or something like Friday. this. Right. So I Friday. think they heard that oh, Duke, you know, thought they was gonna get a chance to get him, and that shit didn't work out. 
Excuse my language. You know what I mean? I'm a little bothered by that, B, because they always quick to fire coaches. And they don't have the, the personnel. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Raptors ain't like, okay, what well, they got to the playoffs last year. Wasn't it Joe? Didn't they ball and Joel Embiid shot a three-pointer or something? Like, something happened, like, and it just, they end up losing. Or something, something happened that I was like, they was balling their butt off, and then, like, Joel Embiid made a lucky three-pointer. Or something like that, and that's why they end up losing. But, but yeah, but I, 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 I if, if you sorry if if um Messiah Yuri, I mean I, I keep on messing his name up, but Messiah, I put uh-huh. if, you know um if he didn't do the Dwayne the Dwayne Casey firing, this would have been mm-hmm. shocking. But mm-hmm. he's done more, so I'm really honestly I, I'm not surprised because he's done this before. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know, and but that's everything though. That's that, that, that always happens when if 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 you have a year that you overachieve, because obviously right. the year after the bubble, they that's when they was in Tampa Bay and had like they got Scotty Barnes pretty much, right? That consolation prize, and then last year in twenty twenty two, um, they won forty eight games and made the playoffs. And this team, they didn't even make the playoffs. So it's going to happen. Right. Most franchises, in order for them to move forward, they they're going to you know they're going to take they take this type of drastic action. So right, um, just not surprised, not surprised at all. I, I mean, I know it's not surprised. I just was speaking in general, like this guy. And then you could question how they won because the Warriors was hurt. Then they they had Danny Green, they had Kawhi, they had. Um, uh, the center, I forgot his name. Um, you know, it's not on my head. And um, they won. Then even to get there, even to get there, they had to make that lucky, that lucky three pointer against the Sixers. You know what I mean? I just feel like he he hadn't. I could understand. Like anyway, I just I, they just so quick to fire coaches, man, and think that okay, hey. Yeah. I understand what you're saying about your coach and how he messed up. Like, okay, we need to do something else. So I get that, but I don't know. But yeah, they, but his is even worse because how in the hell you lost to Chicago? Like for real. Like when you up at 19, right. and they literally couldn't hit a free throw to save their life. Like, and I get it, but mm-hmm. yeah. So. Surprisingly, got to the NBA. Now we're mm-hmm. talking a little NFL. So, what's very interesting? Um, and I feel like we we have revisited this topic uh, at least last year. Obviously, um, with the Calvary Ridley situation last year, where he was suspended for betting on uh, games. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a situation now where five players were uh, suspended. <laughs> Also, so we had um, so essentially two of the players from the Detroit Lions, uh, Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill, both wide receivers for the Detroit Lions, they were suspended mm-hmm. for six games because they allegedly bet on college football games at the Detroit Lions facility. Mm. Then we had three players um, that were um, that were suspended indefinitely. Pretty much the Calvary ruled it out for a year. They'd be reinstated the next the next year. So 
Uh, Quint Quintez Cephas, wide receiver, formerly the Detroit um, Lions, and also C.J. Moore, the safety, which they were released immediately after this immediate suspicion came down the turnpike. And then mm -hmm. also uh, Commander's defensive end, Shaka Tony, was suspended indefinitely. So those three guys, they actually bet on NFL games. And that's why they have uh, was suspended indefinitely. Uh, your thoughts on these these players once again fall into that trap and um, and violating the league's gambling policy? What you got, man? Let me tell you, I thought this was just some they gambled and they got in trouble. I got to looking through this stuff, and that's crazy, man. Like NFL ain't playing. NFL is not playing. Y'all got to read. You dudes need to. Y'all need to read those policies and see what you can do and what you can't do because they are not playing about this gambling. Like, can they even gamble? I think they. I seen something. They was like, man, if you do anything pertaining, you rep anything you do, you sign a contract in it, anything, <laughs> you can't gamble. I just. I just look. I just think they gotta. They gotta be just a little more mature, and you gotta pay attention to the rules. Cause um, yeah, they're not playing, man. Yeah, and this is where it's just stupid. Like, why do you? Why are you getting yourself caught into this mess? Like, and even in, like, I got the Jameson, Jameson um, Williams and the Stanley Berryhill suspension. Is it's crazy to me because you already know that you cannot place bets at your place of employment, which is the Detroit Lions facility. You mm -hmm. can't bet on stuff during um on NFL grounds. You are allowed to actually, in essence, gamble, but it has to be non-NFL. Okay. So why not drive up to the drive up get in your car? Go up the road. So you can't be in a facility. You can't, can't be on so a facility or anything. In the facility. Yeah, mm. you can't be on a facility. But if instance he goes two miles up the road, it, this this wouldn't have been an issue. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. So they allow you to bet on in that case, they bet on college basketball. I mean college football. Right. That's fine. You could have just went up the road and did that. Now, when it comes to Shaka. Uh, Quintez and CJ, here we go again. Why on earth are you betting on NFL games? Like, right. you know that, and I and and I'm and I'm gonna say the same thing that I said last year when Calvin really got suspended. Yes, I've heard the the arguments. Well, I've people have got suspended for 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 less. Like, how can they get suspended for it? And you have a harassment charge. Folks, under the sound of my voice, the NFL is not the moral police. The NFL is in the business of making money. They are a multi-billion dollar company. They're going to go where the money resides. So anything that compromises the security of their football, including right. these deals with these companies, because it already about NFL anyway. People think 
that the NFL is sketchy, that it's rigged, that it's fixed, right. or what some people call the script. So if so if a player is betting on a football game <laughs> within their own league, it's gonna kill the credibility. That's where you, in essence, doing something dumb like this is gonna take money out of your pockets. MGM seizes right. all them, they are giving you money. They are giving you hand over fist because they are allowing you, and you're gonna mess up that bag, that opportunity to get they make more money for the league and make more money for yourself because you right. want to place a bet on an NFL thing. Yeah, granted, yeah, you might want to get some quick bucks, but if you if that if that pool of money is gone, that's that's gonna be huge for the NFL. If they they're in bed with these companies and they're making great money off of it. And you mm-hmm. don't ruin it. So, and I'm and I'm hoping that this is the last time that we will talk about this because <laughs> it's going to have to be different penalties. It's got to be to a point where if you that's almost to a point now. I'm almost to a point. I'm like if, if you get caught a second or a third time, you up you up out the league and you can gamble for the rest of your life because you right. have to be a part of the NFL. Well, I will ban it. it. Like I said, man, I remember this dude, I was talking to somebody, and he was like, man, so when you sign that contract, it's almost like they're trying to figure out a way to get rid of you. And he was like, you can come in, play a game, come in, and then next thing you know, you see people with some trash bags leaving all the time. It's a privilege. You got to value, you know what I mean, your situation. And, like, you got to – it ain't worth it, bro. You know what I mean? It ain't worth it. And I and I get it, too. Y'all got caught. It's I'm sure it's more. They buy, but the, you know, from what I got out, what I was looking at today, and the guy that was speak really speaking on it in detail, he was saying, excuse me, he was saying that um, it's not a game. He said this is really not a joke, guys. He's saying they're about to really dive deep because the two big companies are going to let them know, like you know what I'm saying. Anytime, bottom line is like like Melo said with the with David Stern. I know every, I know everything you do. So what they about to do is they they about to know everything you do. Like, just can't break the rules. Can't do that because you can't make the league look a certain way. You know what I mean? Can't make that shield look a certain way, especially dealing with gambling. And you can't be slick with it because they check your ID. You got to scan your ID. So it's almost like you're going you're you're going to get caught. This is a situation where I can say, hey, I'm Bob145 at Yahoo.com. I have to scan my ID. You know who I am. So it's just like, it's 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 ridiculous. It's to a point where I just hope we don't ever have to revisit this again. Because mm-hmm. y'all, y'all well, NFL players, y'all about to, y'all about to fumble the bag. We, we talk about fumbling the football. You're about to fumble the bag in more ways than one. I think they, but I think what would just happen, and like like I said, the guys diving deep into the story about it, I think it's gonna be put out there. I think them dudes gonna be chilling, <laughs> you know. They have to. Yeah, I think they're they gonna be chilling because because of the money that's being made on those with those um with those resorts. Mm-hmm. They're going to you know what the sports books, I'm you know, but they gonna have to. Because if not, you don't want you don't you don't want that um you don't want that to 
um, to, to evaporate that opportunity. Right. That's but, crazy. Yeah, yeah when, it, when it was just so crazy here, he was. I think he even said something. I should have wrote it down. He said something even dealing with college games. You can't do. He said something about that. Like you can't even really do that. He's he said that last year he was at the draft in Vegas, and it's because he. So since he got. Since he had that ID and this, this, and that, that he wasn't even allowed to gamble. And speaking of that, um, some of the Lions, there's some people on their staff have been fired. Right. He said that's the yeah. next investigation is that yeah. they also doing the staff. And that's when everybody on the show shut up because they was like, okay, this is getting deeper. So they said, so basically it's like anybody that's connected or working for the NFL cannot do it because they do not. And it makes sense. Yes. I'm kind of proud of them, to be honest with you, because for me, you know, if anybody that is a kind artist, that that's a scheme or scammer, if they see any window, you know what I mean? Yeah. They going to come at you and or you know what I mean? For sure. So I'm I'm kind of proud of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, for even yeah. doing that. I don't want nobody to get suspended. I don't want nobody to get arrested or anything like that. But sometimes you gotta do that to save yourself. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause a lot of people are gonna look at that as inside trade. Like right. and, you know, and because because essentially it is because what if I have to tell on somebody that if the line okay, I give you an example. You know, I I play for Cleveland, and you play for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you tell me today's Wednesday. So, and I'm just going just as an example. All right, Mitchell Trubisky, um, he gonna be out, but on the injury report, they still got him as questionable. Mm-hmm. So you know they're gonna run the ball potentially. Right. Know, if their starting quarterback is out or whatever. Right. So the so you tell me the inside information. Oh, maybe, maybe I need to place a bet. On um, Nasha Harris getting over 200 yards in this game. Right. And the odds at that time is going to be, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to change between once once it's broadcast as far as when Mitchell Trubisky is out. Right. So, hence, see what happened with that one? So, just imagine right. if, that, if, if those type of conversations that we just had in a, in a cahoots type of situation. Yeah. So, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm really proud of yeah, I, I I was uh, watching um another pod and the guy was saying every summer, you know, new rules and policies come out. You know what I mean? He said you you need to study it. It was Gilbert Arenas actually, and he was like every year they give all these new rules and new regulations and how what you can do, what you can't do. He said I used to study it. He said they all laughed and was like, yeah, me too. You know what I mean? And it was like you got to do that because for them, I already know. Be like. That's why I was saying I I was an athlete, but I did, but I used to watch them. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of it's a it's a certain amount of immaturity because they're kind of like um you could say artists almost. You know what I mean? Where yeah, there's discipline there. There's some that is extremely disciplined, and then there's some that's just God gifted. You know what I mean? And they the the discipline will come eventually. You know and they not worried about that. They just trying to run fast, be strong, learn the playbook, and this, this, and that. But being a professional, you got to learn all of those things because you may not even know. You know what I'm saying? You may not know, okay, 
you know, I'm not gambling on on this, but I'm, you know, but I'm on the you, but I'm on the grounds. You know, you got to learn that stuff, man. I'm not making any excuses either, but I just know how small-minded people can be. Just because they 260 pounds, don't mean that they're mature enough to understand. If I'm a gamble, I need to do it at the bar or this, this, and that. Matter of fact, they may still be on the damn grounds and be at the damn bar at the, you know what I mean, and still try to do it. And then it's just generation two, man. Also, like they do things and don't think that there's a price. You know what I mean? Everybody took pictures when we first got picture from everybody took weird pictures that they wish they could get back. You know what I mean? Like um, people think like people be hacking people's phones or joking on people on TikTok and all type of weird stuff. You know what I mean? They just don't think it's it's not a price. It's like you know you're not gonna have to pay for it. Yeah. It's not gonna come back to you. I know. I know one thing. I'm just so glad that my parents had me in the late in in the mid eighties. And well, well, most of my like chaotic years didn't have a a, a camera phone or any type of stuff. Right. Thank goodness I was enough. My gosh, if I was just one thing, I would just thank my parents. For, for birthing me at that t- stage in my life, right? Lord knows, I got one for you. <laughs> right, I got one for you. You was born in the early seventies. You might have been in Atlanta. <laughs> so you might be trying That's to true. sue. You might be with true. the freak meek and be trying to like, uh, uh-uh, I don't want that. I don't want that out there. We try to sue. Like Chris had yeah, two jumps. I would have been. Yeah, I would have been in my twenties. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you right. you went to free. Yeah, they they you went to free you right here too. You'd have been down there. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's a skip skip jump and hop from here. <laughs> get on get on Delta. <laughs> Who knows how much flights was back in my dad's phone? You know what's crazy? We don't even know how many important people that really went down there. But if you really like like I see people when they bring it up it's a lot of people that went down there because I didn't know it started in 81, 81 or 83. So it was a lot of people that went down there. It was Atlanta too. Oh yeah. It's for the Olympics and all that before it got, before it got, got to what it is now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It would have been wild. Right. And then, well, at least at that one, you would have seen the camcorder. You're like, oh, I need to chill. But now <laughs> where cell phones are now, Cause you just don't know. Cause people have a cell phone, you don't know if they browsing or they taking, you know, camera. I mean, right. At least they had warnings. Now, like here, I can have my cell phone. All I'm doing is get ready to just unlock it, right? And I could be taking the video. You just don't right. know. That's the, man. You don't understand how many about that. how many girls I be seeing, and they be like, uh, you could just take a dude to just take his phone off and could be looking at it. She be like, I think he's filming me. I'm like. Now maybe he just looking, you know what I mean? He always film, but man, yeah, they seem like they might have had a ball back in them days. Like I, even then, though, did nobody think? Yeah, nobody was thinking. Hey, when I get in my sixties or my fifties, and my name is yeah. Doctor Blah Blah Blah, Doctor, uh, I'm just making up a name, Doctor Patricia Moore or something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, then did all these things. She may be a deaconess yeah. and all this stuff. And then, you know, but I should have known because every time that that bass hit, she gets moving them shoulders. But 
you know, she she was having her her and her um girls was having a good old time at the freak meet back in um, 90, 91. Yeah. yeah, Sister Johnson, she cooked some good fish <laughs> at the fish fry last week, but Lord knows <laughs> I seen her in some little boy short. I mean, what's in the, in the little cutoff shorts? Oh, Lord. And then look, and she had some little biker shorts on and she let somebody put stuff down. I'm like, Lord, Right. Talk about running through. Talk about I heard I'll be sure go be here. Oh, <laughs> Are you feel me? Like, uh, but more of what we saying is, I know you young, but you you still got it's, it's a price for stuff. There's a price for stuff. You know what I mean? But one thing I will say with Imad uh, Duka and and um uh. All you got to do is just be patient. You're going to be out for a year. Learn from it. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Learn from it. And then, like, the NFL is good at that. They give a lot of different – they give chances. You know what I mean? They always give second and third chances. That's one thing I'll give them. You know what I'm saying? They ain't give it to the to the dude that kneeled, but they still give chances. You know, well, I guess you – know, no, I ain't going to even get into that. But Well, they kind of gave him a chance, though. But I, I knew you – I was trying not to go there. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that alone. But they do give chances, like – I'm going to be real with you, man. Like, I know this Lamar thing is weird, but when I sit back and look at that, that Deshaun Watson, nobody really ever broke down and talked about it and how much bread he got. You know what I'm saying? And nobody talks about the stuff anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing. Like, nothing. Nobody's speaking on it, nothing. As crazy as it was, you know what I mean? It's over with. Right? As of right now, it's over with. Yeah, we always have a uh, – it's funny. We always have a way of forgetting things. Right. You know? And he played things. his part. You know who know who's next? You know who's next? Jonathan Majors. All you got to do is just sit out about a year, let everything play itself out, and then he'll be right back. Because, yeah. you know, I feel like it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this happened, and all of a sudden it's a – Oh, there's multiple. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, happens that way. Right. When there's when there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> right. So put a, put a bow on tonight's coach live. But all right, let's see. Come on now, come on, crap. What are you doing? <laughs> I know it's late. Cool, you go, cool. Who gets your game ball this week? Oh, my game ball goes to, I'm going to give it to um, actually just the whole fight. I'm giving it to Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. Tank Davis is 29 and 0. Well, Tank Davis knocked out. Well, not really knocked out, but he couldn't finish. Um, Ryan Garcia, who is um, 23 and 1 now. He punched him in his liver. He punched him in a, um, a body shot that Ryan couldn't finish. Um, it was an exciting fight, star-studded. But what I want to give it to right now with streaming services and you know all this other stuff, it's really hard to get uh, um, over 500,000 pay-per-view buys. And actually, as of right now, they're at 1.2 million. So that's big. That's Floyd Mayweather numbers. And I just want to give them the game while they deserve it. It was star-studded. It was beautiful to see two different organizations work together for something like this. It was, it was, it was. You could tell the energy was great, and the fans got exactly what they wanted. Uh, um, a pretty good fight. 
And shout out to our guy, Kenneth. Let me, uh, come on now. Be, let me, there she's been watching, oh, from television this upcoming season. I know, Kenneth, this does come out in two weeks, so we may not be on our national televised games, but we'll be on get one o'clock games. We'll get the we'll get the Fox <laughs> JV team. So you know, you know, you you might have your wish, Kenneth. You know, as far as from a prime time perspective, I don't know about um, I don't know about the actual um, you know, game, you know, television itself, but we'll just be on Fox probably at one o'clock, and we'll probably have you know those type of scores. Definitely huge shout out to our guy Kenneth. For checking us out, let's see what else he. <laughs> Appreciate it, Kenneth. So uh, my game ball's got to go to the pride of Mechanicsville, Virginia. Joe Uh-oh. Douglas swinging, swinging those uh, gravitas and getting uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers in the trade. Um, well, great haul for the Jets. I mean, you think mm-hmm. about the only they did a pick swap in in tomorrow's draft. So mm-hmm. they draft now 15th. And they only drop down two slots from 13 to 15. And they get, you know, they give up a second round pick this year and a sixth round pick um, this year as well. And then next year is going to be a conditional. It's going to be a second round pick. It could be a conditional. If Aaron Rodgers plays uh, 65% of the snaps, it'd be a first round pick. So like mm-hmm. I said earlier, you know, we, we thought we was going to get the news of it. Like six weeks ago, we, you know, I was like, hopefully he, they didn't have to give up any 2025 assets, mm-hmm. which is perfect, you know. So, um, shout out to Joe Douglas. He's told, he told him, look, we're going to get it done. And he got it done. I'm telling you, he, he, he definitely from that Howie, Howie Roseman tree. But shout out to the pride of uh, Mechanicsville, Virginia, Joe Douglas coming you out swinging in a knife inning. You don't think they gave you know, up too much? No. No, because I, I, I thought he was going to have to give up two first-round picks. I think mm-hmm. what helped, what made me, that's what made me love about draft, is they, did, they just did a pick swap this year. Mm-hmm. And I love that because cause essentially I think whoever they wanted at 13 is probably going to be available at 15. So why not mm-hmm. get Green Bay pick? And now how I think the draft is going to work. Cause I think they probably more like it's going to get like an um somebody on that line to help protect. Cause you know we we got our other guy, Makai Becton, 15 mm-hmm. South Oaks finest, uh, HSHS, the HSHS, uh, you know. <laughs> so, and then you know hopefully he'll come back, and then so I think they'll have a situation where they can get uh, one of those coveted uh, O linemen in this year's draft, at, even at picking at 15. So. Right. Yeah. Great move by Joe Douglas. I don't know if it's going to yield a Super Bowl title, but they'll be competitive in the AFC, to say the least. So I think they could be playing a game in in uh, the third weekend in January, potentially. I can see, see. that. But, you know, Charlotte, what is it? Charlotte the Jets? Joey D. The Jets? Oh, and the Bills. Man, Miami, go get Lamar. That boy gonna try to kill y'all. <laughs> Tua. And that's they they got, got, I don't know. They got Tua. Tua. But, but if, if Tua's on, Tua is on. That's how if, if Tua can stay healthy, that's his, that's the question mark. So 
he's I hear you. I'm not even about to get into Tua. Where Jerome at? He's like he knows he know Tua can't he can't be. It's not gonna happen. Then oh boy talk about retiring. Tyreek Hill in twenty twenty five went with two years. Yeah, at the end of the twenty twenty five season. Still, you know what I mean? Well, I and guess, you know. Got two years to make the magic work. So really three seasons, really. Cause he probably gonna retire yeah, to his yeah. contract up. So it'll really right. be like January, February two thousand twenty six. I mean, mm. he'd be in his thirties then. So makes sense. That's, I mean That's crazy. I get Mm-mm-mm. Cheetah. I get where Cheetah getting coming from. I mean, hey, he he may probably change his mind from then, but but shout out to Cheetah. You know? Any any final thoughts before we head on out tonight? No, nah, man, great show. Um not really, man. It, it, I think this uh, this show hit a lot of stuff that's been on my mind, too. You know what I mean? But um, it was a great show, man. It is what it is, man. I, so I will say this. One quick question. Do you think that um, Lamar probably going to get a – he may get a deal after the draft or at least be uh, by, like, before the summer? Ow, that's the – Because he ain't signed know. the franchise. He hasn't signed the tag, right? No, nah, he ain't trying to tag. I think he got was it like January, July the fifteenth. I think. Right. I I know uh, Keyshawn said that he believes that they probably going. He said, "Man, that the, that's why nobody really going after him because he believes that the Ravens are going. They just they got time. So he yeah. said they gonna wait after the draft. And they probably and they probably will. I mean, this is one of those. It's like they playing hard to get. Which I just don't understand, like why mm-hmm. to play these type of games like this, like this, you know, just show them up. But that's just the nature of how they do business. So you're hoping that you know that a deal can be can be there. But if not, right. hey, somebody somebody can get a quarterback. One more question: How come? Why do you think they really didn't give a lot of? They talked more about Dylan Brooks. And LeBron, which I know why they talk about, but they have not talked about at all. Um, Murray going in and, and, and getting in the, and talk getting at that ref. They talked about um, uh, um, Draymond Green and Stomp. I can't believe they ain't really give no no um, coverage towards that because he went back at the ref like he was about to headbutt him, didn't he? It was just, it was uh, to me, it was come, come, some contact that was unnecessary, right? Because it was like in garbage time, it was only like a few seconds left in that game, right? It's kind of unnecessary, and I don't know. I think it's because when the news, because the news came out like maybe a day after, it. so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know right why it necessarily really did. Probably people feel like Atlanta was done anyway. I don't know. I don't know if it's just a situation where it's just like you know what? It, I don't know, because. That's, I don't know. That was just. I know I'm they touched you, on it that, that night, but I don't. I had to I, look I for it. Nobody. Because you like put as far as the, the pundits, you know, you were right. about like yeah. I had to look for it. You that was like, like first take or right. Look, I put his name. I know they talked about I googled it. Huh? I googled it, and then I looked up. Um, I looked up on YouTube. And his pod, pod, nothing, and he said nothing about that. I was like, 
yo, what is going on? Like, why wouldn't they? They didn't even speak with anybody else. They would have went all crazy and. Oh, he can't. He needs. He needs yeah. not to be. That is disrespectful and blah blah blah. And I'm like, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know. It just and I think it just it just happened so quick too. And because I, I remember, obviously, I think if I if I didn't watch um, TNT tonight after after right, I wouldn't have known either because like, I think that's when I heard about the news. So, and I don't. I haven't heard like like first take really talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. Undisputed, all that. I don't know. It's probably just because, shoot, Atlanta was done. We thought Atlanta was, you know, we we was living in a world where <laughs> they would get eliminated. Win, right? Janet was going to be at State Farm on Thursday night, and then Tay Tay <laughs> was going to be at, at, at the Benz, and Traylon Traylon screwed it all up. Tay Tay, Tay Tay, and the Swifties. <laughs> Yeah, they take the beans, It sounds like a it sounds like a doo-wop group. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, coming right here with their platinum selling here, Tay Tay and the Swifties. That's yeah, hilarious. Tell you, man. It's hilarious. Tay Tay going to shoot. I'm telling you, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a wild weekend. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad. Just imagine like the Uber price. Oh my god, that'd be I know the traffic is going to be crazy there, P. God, I, zoo, I can't stand traffic. Zoo every all day. Can't stand it, man. Gosh. I can't stand it. You okay, know, we, who, we was on the road. Who, who we used to be on the road. I couldn't stand traffic, man. I'm so happy. You know what's funny? I'm so happy yeah. we was able to go to like the parts of the country where they really didn't have um um, yep. they really didn't have traffic right. like that. You know what I mean? Until yeah, we got to what Memphis, Memphis, Memphis oh, God, and at least we had some of the the craziest, fastest Southern drivers you ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, I, Memphis was a so I used to hate because like all right, it'd be like five o'clock. I'm like, oh, do we got to go on the interstate to get back home? I'm like, oh damn, <laughs> right? Because right. you're gonna be stuck. And we had some crazy yeah, drivers, man. We had some crazy drivers, B. For sure. Yeah, man. Um, once again, another great show. Right. Kind of lounge back on the couch now. I don't know why. I need to <laughs> kind of stand up and have a little bit more posture. But um, yeah, man. Once again, another great show. Also, if you are jonesing for some NFL mock draftery tomorrow while you get prepared for the NFL draft, uh, definitely check out uh, podcast that did with our guy Stu. Um, mm. We did the first 16 picks of the NFL draft. And what's funny is I got a lot of uh, feedback from that mock draft uh, negatively. I thought it was interesting. I'm like, guys, I'm a couch coach, not an NFL general manager. Oh, and they were getting at you? Right. Oh, of course, me and Stu. I mean, because we did kind of jump out the window with a lot of picks. Hey, But that's the NFL draft for you. How's Stu doing with, with the Colts being suspended and all that? Ain't he a Colts fan? Yeah. How he doing? Yeah, with him being suspended. Wasn't there some Colts players that got suspended? Oh, you talking about with the, with the, the, the gamma thing? Yeah, how he doing? Oh, no, that was the Lions. The Lions. That was the, the Lions, my bad. My bad. Yeah, the Lions and the Commanders, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, so was, we, you know, we. Yes. Yeah, Go ahead. It was funny, and yeah, yeah. So we and and I even told people, hey, listen to 
the podcast and you'll understand the rationale behind it. It's not like we said, oh, well, we're going to put this person there. We said this certain things for a reason. And we're like, right. shots of engagement, though. But, dude, I'm a couch coach. I'm not an NFL training manager. Knock yeah, it off. They don't understand that what you're really doing is just being creative. You know what I mean? Like you like this this could happen or this could happen. And that's really good because yeah. the draft itself is brings in a lot of money. Like some people might not even yeah. watch the NFL, but may watch the draft, you know? And they yeah, have sure. been kind of creative the last few years. They they done did some some different things. So that's what makes it so special. Yeah, I'm <laughs> have a little fun. I I'm angle. I'm have a little FOMO, especially this- Especially as it's in my other crib in Kansas City, so I'm having mm-hmm. a little FOMO this weekend, but it's all good, you know. And I, I need to rest anyway. I've been all over the place <laughs> as of late, so I need to uh, sit my tail down, as 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 my ancestors would would say. But they wouldn't say tail; they would probably say the a word and some other stuff included. So yeah, um, we have that going uh, um, that mock draft. And then just social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under Couch Coach Live. Check out the website, couchcoachlive.com. Uh, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, we there. And also to check out the YouTube page, Couch Coach YouTube.com slash Couch Coach Live. And uh, any other final thoughts before we head on out, Maui? Great show, man. I'm, I'm sure um, the Knicks won, so I'm sure Stephen A. and um, uh, Spike Lee about to lose their mind. Yeah, in fact, they did win. They uh, I put it down on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the season is over. And yeah, man, what, what a promising Cavs, and they feel a bit short, but you know, they'll be back. Yep. And LeBron walking through that door, so it's gonna be okay, Cleveland. Any great words of It'd be Anthony Davis for LeBron. What? <laughs> Walking through that door. <laughs> he's not saying, yeah, he's not walking through that door. Oh, my bad. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, obviously he made that famous quote about the Celtics. But, yeah. But, yeah, man. <laughs> another great show. And um, we'll catch you guys next week. Well, we might catch you. We might do a draft recap. We're in the works of doing that. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. talk, you know, I'll. We'll talk about that on social media. You know, we do that. But just check out this, you know, on on social media where we get your update. If we do one this weekend or not, we shall see, you know. Um, You know, just looking forward to the draft. So, you know, shout out to the young men who will be drafted. And shout out to Friday night where all the bargain buys of the draft. And Saturday is where you get your hidden gems. And um, and everybody, you know, shout out to everybody who – We'll be out there in Kansas City covering it. Some that's gonna be going to the to the festivities, you know. Shout out to everybody in in Kansas City, Missouri. That's gonna <laughs> be out there for the draft. And hey man, a little FOMO this weekend, but hey man, it's all good. I'll be in Detroit next year, so it's all good, it's all love. So that being said, man, this has been this week's Couch Coach Live, and we'll catch you guys next week. And we're out. You're welcome.